We're back. We're back. Hey. Felt like forever. Just um, not doing it one week felt like forever. Yeah, just a week. That's it. But I actually look forward to doing this every week, so it was strange not doing also, it. Also, last week was a bummer to miss because there was a lot of good stuff <laughs> out last week, which I know we're going to talk about some of it. We're going to catch up today, but uh, a lot of things kept us out last week. You were home, right? Right. My husband got COVID. That puts me getting exposed and not being able to come into work and then having to wait like several days to get tested because if you get tested right away I guess it doesn't really matter yeah but it was weird because I didn't get the results for like two days and it was definitely like being on the Maury Povich show and like (laughs) when you hear you are not the father I lost my mind when it said I was negative I was like, I knew it. And I jumped up and down and uh, it was uh, messy. And- you have camera people running around you, chasing you. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> I should have. And I felt bad because my husband had COVID and I'm all like, yeah, I knew it. You know, I was still last Friday hungover from the Rex show. That looked Which I haven't wild. stopped talking about, by the way. I will one day, but I'm not. <laughs> that was the first, my first day of quarantine. And I was you know, wanting to be there, but man, that looked like a crazy show with the black sheep. And you talked about that for months. And I still am talking about it because it was, (laughs) and I, it was funny because I I kept talking it up. Right. But I'd never seen them before. I just assumed they were going to be amazing. And then when, uh, when I got back the next day, I was like, right. Was I right? (laughs) Because you said a lot of, I was like, oh, they're going to be a lot incredible. of listeners came out because you'd been talking I about think, it, I right? I hope so. Yeah, it was a good crowd, and they never played here before, and it was a good show. Awesome. Yeah. So, but well, we're sorry back I missed today. It. Um, we're going to be back. This is exciting. Before we talk new releases, um, we have our first show at Vultures happening. It was just mm-hmm. announced this week. Culture so, Wars. Vultures is this cool sort of. It was a dive bar that we used to go party at before we would go to the Black Sheep. It was called Angry, The Angry Pirate. During 2020, it got closed down. Uh, the owner of the Black Sheep bought vultures and with another partner. And man, boy, did that place get cleaned up. It's so cool. It's cool so stage. amazing inside. Sorry, I had to give that sort of backstory on it. But yeah, let's talk about them being there. So cool, right? We have a history with that band, Kate. We, yeah, we do. We bar hopped and casino hopped with that band in Vegas when we went... <laughs> Now, what, at the beginning of 2020, Mm -hmm. um, we went to this big radio convention where they have bands come in and do showcases. It's basically their chance to, you Mm -hmm. know, play for radio and win them over, basically. And Culture Wars was one of the bands, and we ended up seeing them live, do their showcase, and then we, you know, got to hanging out with them. Really cool guys. I was thinking about how they played the the Neon Graveyard, they call it, which is the Neon Sign Museum, basically. And they have, like, we're out in the graveyard, they can have events and... And they set up a stage and they played with that as the setting. That was the first uh, happens thing, which right. is the and name we, of the convention. That we was the barely got past our hangovers <laughs> from the night before. So then, when they wanted to go and like hit up some casinos and walk around, we were all like, oh, oh. "Well, we can hang. <laughs> we can do so, this." There you go, a little TMI, but uh, it's real. It's real life. So yeah, we look forward to them. Lodo show, we're calling it. It's only a dollar three. To see Culture Wars at Vultures. So we'll see you there. It was a long time in the making because we were like, 
we need to have you here in Colorado Springs. We're like, we need to get you there. We're all drunk and being like, we got to get you here. And then a week later is when the pandemic started. So it's two years. It's going to be more than two years after we had talked to him about it. So I'm excited. It's crazy how many artists sort of had to come out of that, like, you know, out of the fire, out of the ashes of 2020, right? Um, okay, so what are we talking today? It's new release day. So, well, Sean, what do you have? In case in case you missed it, let's uh, backtrack to Idols, if you don't mind. Yeah. Have you taken in Crawler yet? I have. Idols 1 is just like fucking cool band out of Bristol. They're just, they're just so amazing. There's no way to really put them in any kind of genre, in my opinion. But I guess if I had to, I would say they lean like a punk UK punk sound. Crawler out now dropped on Friday. And of course, this is the follow up to last year's gem, Ultra Mono, which I think I had that listed as like maybe in my top five last year. I think so. Yeah. 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 If not, damn me that for was not last doing last year. Yeah. Yeah. My- <laughs> no. I have no concept of time. Um, oh, wow. That's crazy. So they just got yeah. to. Well, so a lot. I think a lot has happened though, as the singer joe talbot has been talking about that he had to get into some therapy and you know tackle his struggles with addiction family addiction as well so uh there you go that sort of serves as the base of the album the new album crawler so check it out it's dark it's deep and uh, definitely a sharp punk album i i would call it punk if i had to put it in a genre and i just want to say this that the opening track yeah. is a strong gateway to the vibe of the album. It's called MTT420RR and clocks in at almost six minutes. It's it, a trip. It really sets it up. That's what I noticed listening to it. It just sets up the whole album. And this story is tackled twice, I think, on the on the mm-hmm. album. This is mm-hmm. near fatal car crash with that song and, of course, the song Car Crash. So. so, yeah, that's one that we missed last week. So we had to get it in and talk about it. Let's jump over to K-Flay. Oh, yeah, that's my big one today. It's called Outside Voices. Um, K-Flay's follow-up to the EP that came out earlier this year. It's called Inside Voices. K-Flay wrote Inside Voices kind of literal in terms of what the album is about and where it comes from. It's kind of internal thoughts. Inside Voices is the id, and Outside Voices is the superego. That comes through so well, I think, in these two EPs. Because what I did is I listened to them back to back. I was like, this, that's what I have to do. Because the first EP is all about kind of her internal thoughts. And it's almost like chaos, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost no filter. Here's my first thoughts. Here's rambling. It is chaotic. You're right. And then outside voices, I think, is more clear in terms of thoughts. Because it's your, you know, mm-hmm. once your thoughts kind of go through a filter a little bit, mm-hmm. it's your perspective on, you know, your morals and values and stuff like that. If you it were really K-Flay, shines through. Would you spell chaotic K dot otic? Yes. Okay. Keep hey, K-Flay, use that as an album um, title. By the way, I don't want to pretend like I just came up with all this. Like, inside voices is the id and outside voices is the super ego. She said that. She Okay. Th- like, I think I said it like, here's what I gathered. You did. Okay. And that's why I was like, dang. Did I say <laughs> No. The fact that it came through so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was impressed by big one topic. right now that everybody's streaming is I'm afraid of the internet and I think we were talking before now we were talking about it 
And it actually, it kind of takes you on a, a ride in that song. It kind of goes up and then down. It's cool. Yeah, the way that she kind of rambles in the middle. Right. She gives such good imagery to the way that we all ramble on the internet. And right. Just jump around like, oh, I'm going to, I'm on this now. Oh, I forgot about this 30 seconds later because I'm reading about this now. And Weirdo that is, my is cool, too. <laughs> Weirdo is a great song. But, yeah, I, I relate to I'm Afraid of the Internet yeah. because I am. Anytime we have to put anything out there or do anything, which we have to do a lot, it uh, it kind of freaks me out. You're putting your life out there, man. But our life is the Internet now, too. She also makes a comment in the song, um, waiting for one day for them to post all my mistakes. Because <sighs> I think being yeah an artist on the Internet... Even if you've never, it's kind of like when a cop pulls you over. You're like all of a sudden like, I'm doing a hundred illegal things right now. Right. right. <laughs> or no, even yeah. when a cop just follows you. You're well, like, I'm doing a million illegal things right now. And you're doing nothing. Like, even if you've never said anything bad mm-hmm. or had anything bad on the internet, you're if you're like, but have I? Well, because for something? younger people or people younger than, let's say me, I'm 50, Right. A lot of your your lives have been on the internet for as long as you can remember. A lot of us, like Gen Xers and anybody older, we tend to kind of joke, but it's real, that we're grateful we didn't have it when we were in high school and blah, blah, blah. So that's like a, luckily, like a missing piece for a lot of us, but for a lot of you, it's not. It's out there. Yeah. <laughs> what did I tweet in 2008? You know? <laughs> oh, we can well. find out. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdo is great. My biggest fear is living a boring life. And so that song speaks to me as well. One thing I'll say, too, about k album, if you look at the cover for Inside Voices and mm-hmm. the cover for Outside Voices, it's almost kind of flipped because Inside Voices, the cover, she's making this face where she's screaming, like, into the abyss, right? Mm-hmm. And then Outside Voices, she's in a box. I saw that. So I'm like, it's a really cool photo of her. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to think about that. Try to internalize it. What and I'm going to take your advice and listen to them back to back now. Go back and listen to them, you know, together. So, mm-hmm. Kate, let's talk Deep Valley now. Their new album, Marriage, just dropped. And it is everything that I expected and then some. Lindsay Troy and Julie Edwards, the duo that is Deep Valley, just so massive and so powerful. I find it amazing that... Uh, you know, t- always when it's a two-piece, mm-hmm. that they can just create that sound with that so many two-piece bands do. Well, let's talk about the title of the opening track, Perfection. <laughs> also, a killer song, but it is just, I. it's just so cool, and I feel like I want to use it all the time just as a w- new word. <laughs> it has me singing in School of Rock, um, is, I, or School of Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, yeah, Schoolhouse Rock, yeah. <laughs> I think our first taste of marriage was the collab with uh, Peaches and Katie Tunstall. It's called High Horse. You remember when that came out a while yeah. back? That was so extra, so badass. And, of course, the whole damn thing is great. Um, I don't know what some of your highlights are on the album. I like Crime. I'm the master of cool. But I like Crime has Jenny V. She's in Eagles of Death Metal, at least when they tour. Mm-hmm. And then she's played with Courtney Love, Manic Street Preachers. Um, but she's just a badass. So it's cool that they have some cool collabs on there, too. My standouts are certainly I'm the master. Also, Magic Medicine, that was another like early taste we got. I actually played and that a few times on New Now, and it just the intro, so good. The intro is cool. I actually had made a note, and then... Um, that that could be a radio single for them, that yeah. song in particular. They said this album is like their, 
musical rumspringer. <laughs> I love those classy ladies. Because they said it's called marriage because being in a band is like a marriage. Yeah. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's challenging. Right. And they said to reinvigorate that marriage, we made album three a genre-bending experiment with new collaborators, instrumentation that pushed the limits. It certainly is and that. so they said yeah. it's their musical rumspring. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so we haven't even cooled off yet on the first Tom Morello, Atlas <laughs> Underground Fire. The one that came out like a month ago. It wasn't, yeah, it we was just a few weeks off. ago, right? And then we get this week three more songs, which is going to be part of the Atlas Underground Flood. But I am not mad oh. at Tom Morello for no. this. <laughs> I, yeah, I sound angry. I'm not. The early taste we got of it, Human with Barnes Courtney is one just an amazing song altogether. It's, it's a banger. Yeah. But also to have a, a friend like Barnes Courtney, friend of the station. Right. On it. It's, I'm like proud. It's like the I'm grandson so tune as well, where yeah. it's like, oh, we, we were, you know, with grandson from the beginning. And it, it feels so good to see you're like, hey, everybody, these are easily the most talented dudes out there. And Tom Morello having them on, it like proves that yeah. to me, you it, know? Yeah. I was so happy to see that and get that song. So listen to Human. We've played it a couple times and we're just here in the studio this week losing our minds over it. Yeah. It is a banger. It is a certified banger, actually. I, so that is out December 4th, though, right? The full release, I yes. believe. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. He wasted no time. Thank you, Tom Morello. <laughs> and I got to I have not to mad, ask. I like, promise. They always ask like what your top five albums are. They, the industry people. And I actually had this thought last night. I was like, can I put those two together as one or do I have to separate them? Because he said they're almost like sister albums, almost like double, like a double album. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just name it as one. Yeah. Yeah. It's Tom Morello. I can do whatever I want because he would encourage it. Uh, if you're a fan of U2's Achtoon Baby 30th anniversary out there now, it's uh, just a remaster. Are you laughing at saying it? Yeah. It's always an exaggerated Achtoon Baby. I, I'm always worried that I'm going to get corrected. And so I'm like, do I put the... <laughs> do that again. <laughs> and can we? Uh, can I have a metal moment? Oh, I like that. Okay, new album from the legendary Bay Area Thrashers, Exodus, out now. Persona Non Grata delivers 12 solid tunes and all that we expect from Exodus, of course. Uh, can I cross-promote now? Yeah. Okay. I'm cross-promoting my husband, Drucifer, his podcast. He's going to be like, why'd you call me Drucifer? Well, that's what they call him. That's like his nickname. Uh, the Nuclear Pod Blast. So Nuclear Blast is the album, is the label that Exodus is on and their podcast is called Nuclear Pod Blast, which is clever. And my husband's a host. So find it wherever you listen to pod blasts. Just kidding. Podcasts, including YouTube. And he actually interviews a Zetro from Exodus in his most recent episode. Very cool. Hey, Kate, let's talk singles. I'll go first. New Beach House, Once, Twice, Melody, the title track off their new album, which is due out in February. It is delicious. Um, you know, there's not much you can just, like, say about Beach House other than, you know, it's Beach House, right? But Once, Twice, Melody has this definite, like, Laurel Canyon um 60s darkness to it almost. It's just, it's really cool. So check it out. I think there's four tracks out already off of this new album that's due out in February. Very cool. We'll put that in the playlist, of course, so you can check it out. 
Um, I did want to honorable mention another album out today, Robert okay. DeLong. It's called Walk Like Me. I love Robert DeLong. He has Ash on it. He has uh, Lights. A couple songs that discuss relationships running their course, which is interesting. Mm. Like, it shows up more than once in the album. It's not, it's that one better than college. Oh, oh, right. Um, okay. Which we heard a long time ago. There's yep. another song. We played that for a while. Mm-hmm. That is a cool song. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that, I, that topic kind of comes up a couple times in this album. Interesting. There's also, check this out. Go listen to it. It's called Information Overload Blues because Robert DeLong made a blues song and it's all about. What all of us go through every day, which is being bombarded by information that you don't even know what to do with. I think it's cool. It sounds like an old school, like Bob Dylan song. Yeah. I really like it. It sounds like he's in a club with a yeah. red curtain behind him and a spotlight. And we all snap when he's done. <laughs> One more what song to check out that I want to highlight. Suburban featuring Aurora. It's uh, Paramore. It's uh, typical suburban, but in a good way. I don't want to be like, eh, it just sounds like, you know... He has that sort of his own sound now, mm-hmm. um, but you mix in Aurora and it just adds this like really cool envelope of sound. I can't explain it. So go check it out. The biggest release today is Adele, but neither of us have listened to it. I feel like less <laughs> of a woman because this is this goes along with Taylor Swift. I feel like I'm the only woman on the planet that doesn't get into Adele and doesn't get into Taylor Swift. That wasn't consumed last Friday with Taylor Swift I'm not, re-release. I'm not consumed with Adele either. And I barely, I know that Running in the Deep song. But I, that's, I don't even know sometimes if I say her name right. Is it Adele? Adele. It's just, just Adele. Adele. I'm like in radio Adele. and well, I not Adele. fuck this up. It's just so <laughs> shitty of me. I feel like just a shitty woman. You're fine. All the women artists and bands you champion. We talked for 10 minutes about K-Flay, girl. We got this. <laughs> I know. What I, was, I made a comment about Adele recently where I've heard um, the single that she put out, Go Easy, like once. Like the first Me day too. it came out. But now, like, if I hear clips of it or whatever, um, it. I think Adele does this. She makes songs that feel like... You've known them for years. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yep. Because I'm like, I think I know all the words to that song, but I've listened to it literally once the day it came out. I um, mean, all the greats do that. Yeah. If you think about it, the great songwriters, the, ga- the great uh, songstresses, is that what they call them? Songstresses. Um, so if you think about Lady Gaga, Barbara Streisand, um, they all have that. You're like, I know that song. Yeah. It, yeah, I've been around forever, it. my whole life. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I listened to this when I was a kid. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a good point, Kate. Yeah. All right, lots to check out this weekend. I'm going to give that K-Flay a few more listens. I'm really excited about that one. I'm too, and I'll take in the Robert DeLong because I have not done that yet. So thanks for the suggestion on that. A lot of weekend listening ahead of you. Plus, make sure uh, you open up the app. You may even be listening right now through that app, the X1039 app, and listen on Sunday, Mountain Time, Kate Hosting, New Now, which really you just get to hear all of these songs and more, right? Yeah, I'm going to play the K-Flay, Robert DeLong, Tom Morello, Deep Valley. Exodus? All going to be in there. You can play Exodus. You want me to? No. <laughs> no. No? Okay, <laughs> then I won't. <laughs> Make sure to subscribe, uh, share, tell everybody about it. Follow us on our socials, X1039 Radio. And buy tickets for Culture Wars. And that, it's a dollar three. Dollar. I spent more in this coffee.